Today on the Diz List, we discuss the top five non-ride and attraction things to do at Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 32, where we discuss the top five non-ride and attraction things to do at Walt Disney World. That's a mouthful. It is. So this episode that we're doing today was actually recommended to us by a listener. So I kind of want to say, you know, please do that more. I love it because we run out of ideas, and if we know that you want to hear it, like if you comment, send us a message on social media, um, you know, when you tell us those things, it's like, okay, well, at least one person wants to hear it. We'll have at least one listener. Yeah, and we have a list of stuff we want to do and things that, you know, we'll get to at some point. But when those suggestions come up, like, we get excited. We're like, oh, let's do that now. Yeah. So this is this one's, on this yeah. next one. Yeah. So this one's for Stacy. Uh she is a travel agent, and she had a milestone of her own social media-wise yesterday. She hit 500 followers. Sweet. So Congrats. that's pretty cool. Congratulations. Um, over at exploring.kingdoms on Instagram, so you can get her follower account even higher. Um, but she she designs and um, you know Disney vacations for people. She helps to, to create, create the memories. I feel like we could do that, but... Um... Anyone that does that job, it's awesome, and I'm really <laughs> semi-jealous that you get to do that, and uh, what, a, what a cool gig. Yeah. I yeah. mean, my wife loves the planning portion. Me too. Of, the, of you know, doing a Disney trip. Um, she's so upset that it's now 60 days that you have to wait to book uh, <laughs> for your ADRs and stuff, but um, that said, it's still something that she really likes to do, and I, I think she likes that part of it. I don't think she would get into the whole... Um, searching for discounts and stuff that the that the planners do, but I think it's awesome. I I couldn't do it because I don't think I'm patient enough to wait on call, like on hold for hours on end trying yeah, right. to change over reservations. But so um, this week, something really exciting happened at Magic Kingdom, and we saw cast members actually get to ride Tron. Yeah, I got to watch a couple of the ride throughs. Did you get to watch any of those? Well, the, if there were ride-throughs posted, they weren't supposed to. There were a couple of ride-throughs posted then on they social might, media. Then they might lose their job. Yeah, there's a, there were a couple posted. I did not week. look for those. I saw the official Disney one. They were not allowed to record on the ride. Yeah. I know that because um, Ear Scouts, Eric, and Rob told me that they were not allowed to. Well, this wasn't posted from them. <laughs> no. I, yeah. I think I saw two different social media accounts that had a... POV ride through video. Cool. One was from Disney Parks official, mm -hmm. and the other two were not. And I won't mention them. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble. But I mean, hey, if you I don't want to, definitely wanna... watched three different ride POVs. One cool. was official. Well, all I can say is, um, good luck in the unemployment line. <laughs> if your boss tells you something and gives you the privilege of of trying to ride the ride, don't be an idiot. Yep. That's what I would say. Yeah. But that's just my take on it. Like, kind of, I'm a a little bit more of a rule follower, I guess, but especially for something like that. Like, what's the big deal? Well, you got to be the first to the punch. Like, what? I had a couple thoughts on what I saw. And a lot of times, honestly, and, and Nick and I have done this, when, when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, we didn't want to see anything. Correct. We wanted to go in blind. And, I mean, this video came up, and, 
you know, I had already seen the ride through from what they've done at Shanghai. So it wasn't like it was I was going to be, you know, going in completely blind. So I said, why not? I'll watch the ride through the the main my main takeaway. And I texted you about this uh, this weekend was it's very short. Well, I watched a while ago. I watched the the Tron full ride throughs from Tokyo and I was like underwhelmed at the amount of time i agree with you it's, it's short. very short and, and it depends too and again nick and i texted about this this weekend do we count kind of the the before the ride launches because you kind of go around a curve yeah. and then you stop and then they kind of launch you like slinky dog do you count that or not so if you i guess the total like ride time when seconds, I timed right? it, well i did a minute and a half but that minute and a half I, I sort of counted part of the ride around and part of the of the end, and I didn't know what officially to count or not. So, I mean, it, essentially, it's a little over a, a minute of actual ride time on the bike. I know? mean, I guess it could be worse. It could be Barnstormer. <laughs> I timed that one time, too. Was that like 30 seconds? Or yeah. I mean, I get it that, you know, it, it moves faster, so you're going to need a lot of track to make it long, but I do think that... We've waited an awful long time for a 90-second ride. Yeah, the the other thing I was kind of hoping for, and I didn't know if they would include or not, is they actually used the song from the soundtrack. Okay. Um, Nick and I are also big music fans, so I I really like to pay attention to what music is playing on the ride. And they actually had part of the soundtrack that Daft Punk did, and I was really excited that the end, kind of the beginning and the ending of the ride, they used that music from, and I, it may be from the original, but I'm pretty sure that that's the music that they used in the, uh, in the sequel. Well, <clears throat> the other thing, though, that I saw that actually disappoints me, and I don't know if you saw any of this, but there, were a lot, there was a lot of talk about, hey, good luck riding this plus-size guest because you won't. So they have a, a a ride or a bike or a cart or something you can test out before you go on it. Yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, and they right. have they have two accessible cars out of all the trains that run. Really, that's it. And and when you say that, like, oh, is it? You know, they got to be pretty big not to fit on the ride, right? I saw somebody post, "Good luck, women, if you're a size fourteen or larger." That's not a big woman. I'm sorry, that's not. And if that's true. Shame on Disney. Yeah. Because, they, I mean, Flight of Passage is already uncomfortable for somebody that's bigger. Um, I, man, that's size 14. If that's true, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, have you looked around at your customer base? I mean, I guess Christine McCarthy is getting her way, though, right? <laughs> She's making the portion sizes smaller, oh, better for our waistlines. I forgot about that. So, I, if that's true, I will hold out judgment till I go. But I don't think it it's it's not okay in my opinion, right? It's not okay that that's the size limit if it's that small. I wonder if they could go in and make any kind of change. I mean, they'd have to have yeah, they could. They could add more of those accessible cars on each of the trains. There's two two cars. I mean, can somebody wait a minute, hold on. Can somebody that is a, a smaller size than what you're referring to fit in one of those cars? Yep. And are there just as many? I mean, there could be. So my question is, why the hell didn't they do them all for bigger That's people? That's what I'm getting to. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the problem is they designed it for uh, a demographic. The, the ride was designed and built 
in a park with a totally different demographic as far as size and, you know, you know, let's be honest. They are not dealing with the, the same type of person in Tokyo as they are in Orlando. Yeah. I, I was shocked when I read that. Now, I, like I said, I'll hold, judgment, hold out judgment until I get there. It could be people overreacting. But I, there was a lot of people, a lot of cast members being upset that they were basically taken off the ride and had to wait in the longer. It took, somebody said they were already up at the loading and they had to wait 30 minutes. Just in, to get on that extra, what her, is it, the accessible car? I, What's they it called? call it accessible because you can also, I think it's for oh, like. Wheelchair. For wheelchair as well. Yeah. Wow. That's a long time. Oh. You've already waited in the line for two hours, three hours, whatever it's going to be on that first uh, two months of the of the ride. I'm fairly certain more information is going to come out on this very soon once they start having like a DVC preview or something like that. Yeah. We'll hear a lot more about it, so I'm sure this conversation will come back up again. So yeah. I'm disappointed if that's the case. Yeah, but. I guess I guess this will have to be another to be continued conversation. Yeah. yeah. But I'm still ex- I'm excited that they're actually it seems early to be doing cast member previews yeah. if they're holding off the the opening till the 4th, but Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. We will see, I guess. Absolutely. So right. let's head off to halftime here and well, the Skittles halftime show. Yeah. Skittles halftime show. I I kind of hinted at it earlier what it is. Yeah. The digital frontier. Well, oh, the digital frontier. Digital frontier. Do you have any idea? Is it is it Daft Punk? It's Daft Punk. All right. Yeah. Let's get some Daft Punk going. Yeah. And we actually got. Uh, oh my gosh! I can't even think of the actor's name now. He was uh, he was the dude in. Oh, the Big Lebowski. Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> I don't know. I just know him as the dude. <laughs> well, we got the dude from the. Yeah, Big Lebowski. we'll ask him his name when he comes off stage. To, yeah. To uh, reprise his role in in Tron. All right. I love this music. It is very good. All right, we're probably gonna get flagged. Let's go to this. Let's go to the halftime show. All right. See ya. Welcome back to the Diz List. We're now leaving the Skittles halftime show with Daft Punk. Um, that was a, a wonderful performance. Jeff Bridges joined him on stage. It was pretty impressive. I couldn't remember his name. I'm yeah. glad you finally remembered what yeah. his name was. The dude abides. He does. Um, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. <laughs> it's a great one. Now, Tron, um, it's kind of interesting. Tron is a decent movie. Maybe some of our listeners love it. Mikey's going to be mad at you. I think it's decent. I mean, Mikey's Mr. Sci-Fi, and that's great. I mean, I think it's a decent movie. I don't. I'm not saying it's a bad movie at all. Soundtrack is amazing. It is. Yeah. Um, in the uh, the actual Skittles halftime show, uh, <laughs> uh, we just went through and, well, if we're staying in character, Daft Punk played all of the songs. Yeah, we listened to <laughs> for the for Nick. Yeah. from uh, yeah. the Tron soundtrack. Yeah. and what are your thoughts on that Tron soundtrack? So I, it's been a while since I've listened to any Daft Punk. That soundtrack is really good. It is. It's incredible. If you like any kind of electronica music or. If you're just kind of a fan of uh, soundtracks and things that sound big and ath- anthemic, I was just gonna say that that they are anthems. They oh, really yeah. are, and and you know I feel we can talk about this kind of music because it is Disney related. Yeah. So, but yeah, we should do that show. Top five soundtracks. Oh yeah. 
That'd be a good one. Throw it on the list. Yeah, I will. I'll put it at the bottom of our list. All righty. All right. Cool. So let's get to our list where we are going to count down the top five things to do that don't involve rides. Now, just keep in mind, when you go to a park, you maybe can't ride the rides. Okay? Maybe you're pregnant. You can't ride. Perhaps you get motion sickness. Or maybe you just don't want to. Or you're not tall enough. There's so yeah. many things. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons. And, and maybe you just want to take a break from rides. Right. We, um, have a, we have a crew that doesn't like doing rides that are super intense. Yeah. And when we did the Tower of Terror, we had members of our family go off and do other things. Yeah. So I think that this show, while we were talk, we had talked about doing it a while ago, I believe, but when Stacy mentioned this to me on social media, I was like, oh, yeah, we're, we're bumping that right up. Right up. We're gonna we're gonna do that this week. So. Yeah, this one's fun to do. It was, man. I I have so many good things <laughs> that I like listed, and I was like, where am I gonna put this? So I ended up actually grouping some things together because um, there were so many different types of things that that you can, you know, kind of put them as individuals. But I brought up the list to my wife yesterday. <clears throat> she says, you know, what what's the podcast gonna be this week? And I told her, and she goes, Well, I know what your number one's gonna be. I said, Do you? And she said it, and I go, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> she knew. I, I knew, so I don't even have to ask. I know what his number one is already because he talks about it. I don't know listeners it. can guess, but I don't you've know. You've talked about it. I'm sure that I know what it is because I've, you've talked about it so many times. I bet you do. But anyway, let's uh, let's jump right in head first here. What's your number five? Sure. My, my number five is actually at the Animal Kingdom. And Animal Kingdom has, uh, it's interesting, they don't have a ton of rides. They have a lot of shows, but they have a lot of things that fall into this category that are not really a show. You know, like a Lion King wouldn't count, but I absolutely love that. Mm -hmm. Or it's on a ride, like Flight of Passage, it's something else. And we love doing this every time, and that is the Gorilla Falls and the Maharaj Trail Animal Trails. We love doing that it's maharaj trail right maharaja maharaja yeah Yeah. maharaja i think is the band i i don't know that band but sure (laughs) (laughs) any listeners who know that band uh, i'll I'll be impressed um so uh, we love doing those animal trails uh the one thing that i really look forward to and the last time we went i got a little grumpy because we we uh walk through and you get to see animals birds Gorillas on one of the trails, bats, um, all kinds of things, you name it. And we love going and seeing the tigers. The tigers are, they're Mm -hmm. my favorite to go and watch. Yep. And the problem is, is that a lot of families don't really understand that you're supposed to stand there and watch and enjoy and take a couple pictures and then move on. Last time we went, there was like probably 20 different people parked at the window and didn't move. I, I felt like it was 10, 15 minutes. There were some, so that bothers me. By the way, this is my number five, so I'll jump, jump oh, right really? into it. Yeah. Oh, perfect. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I re- I recall that this was an issue last year, more so than ever before, where it's like three people deep. Like, over by the gorillas was ex- exceptionally bad. Did we do this part together? I can't remember if we were together um, I think this, we did this part, time. I think we did part of it together. I don't remember doing Maharaja with you, but I definitely remember doing Gorilla, Gorilla Falls. Falls. Yes, right. And you're right. so I recall, like, the, the gorillas were out and active, which means people want to see them. Yeah. That's cool. I get it. 
but my daughter is not going to block your view if you're a six foot tall man. So please move out of the way. Wow. These were let, all like adults yeah, standing let there. The, let the kids see the yeah. animals and then move on. We waited for a while. We're like, all right, they're going to leave soon. They're going to leave soon. They didn't leave. No, I get it, right? And I, I don't want to start a fight with them either. You you pay you paid your money too, and you also don't, be considerate. And that's the other thing too. If I go up and say something, and they turn around and they're hostile, now all of a sudden mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of people take out their phones and they're <laughs> you know like I'm not trying to do that. Right. I, you know I'm a I'm a decent guy, but. Yeah, I mean, I th- I'm sure that if I had said to, to someone, hey, do you mind if my daughter stands in front of you? Do you mind if my son stands in front of you? Well, I was annoyed. I wouldn't have said it that nice. <clears throat> um, and I was mega hot. It was really hot that day. But, um, yeah, this is on my list. I love the trails. I think another hidden gem are the trails around the Tree of Life. Oh, yeah. Um, so I just put on mine the trails at Animal Kingdom, and then I put another one, the petting zoo. So oh, yeah. going out to, so I put that in the same kind of vein because it all has to do with the animals. Yeah. You hop um, on the train, hop on the train, go out to Rafiki's planet watch. Oh, yeah. And I'm, you, I'm a big planet watch fan. So, you know, out there you got the petting zoo and whatnot. I think that's kind of cool because yeah. all day long, the, the kids are watch looking at animals. They can't touch. You go out there and you, you got some, you can touch. You got, I mean, they're barnyard animals, but still it's cool. They have goats and I'm trying to remember what yeah. else they have there. All I can think of in my head is the goat sheep, maybe. I just keep remembering the goats, too. Yeah. I don't know. Every every petting, good petting zoo's got a goat. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's on my list. I really, so my wife hates birds. <laughs> she does. I love birds. <laughs> I do, too. But she hates birds. And so when you go into that one room where the birds are, are flying around. They're everywhere. Yeah. Two years ago, when I was with my mother, we walk, we go into that room. And a bird swoops, and I swear to you, I could feel it. It buzzed me. It was so close. <laughs> I could feel it go by, and my wife was like, nope, see ya. <laughs> like, wanted none of it. And I get it. Like, she doesn't like birds. That's fine. But she'll do it with the kids, walk through there. Um, the bat enclosure is so cool. It is cool. They're big. Yeah. I I love the trails over there. And for me, my favorite is Gorilla Falls. Your favorite is the Maharaja. Maharaja. Yeah. So, um, the you know, and that's totally, that's what I love about it is there's something for everybody. And then you don't even have to necessarily be on trails. You've got the, is it the macaques or what, whatever those monkeys are when you're wa- just walking oh, around? yeah. Well, I guess we could lump that in there too. <clears throat> yeah, like it's when you get off of the water ride, that Kali River Rapids, you get off the end of the ride and it's, they have all the monkeys right there and they're crazy loud. Yeah, they are. They, they do that not. like loud whooping sound. Yep, it's kind of funny. But At the first time I went, I honestly thought they were like pumping in noises. Yeah, and then I realized, oh no, no, they it's are real. literally right there being super loud. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. I love everything about the trails over at Animal Kingdom more so even than the rides. I love the rides. Don't get me wrong. Triceratops spin is like the best. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, what? Wait. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think the rides over there are good, but. The, I don't go there for the rides. I go there to see the animals. It's relaxing. It's it's a great way to see it without having to maybe go and and do the safari. Well, and it's interesting, too, because if you, you really go further back, I mean, Walt Disney originally wanted the Haunted Mansion to be a walkthrough attraction. And they ha- don't really have a lot of walkthrough attractions at Disney as far as, you know, look at something, move on, look at something, move on, like... Yeah, that was kind of one of the original concepts was Haunted Mansion was going to be kind of like, not really a house of horrors, but like kind of a 
a walkthrough, a scary walkthrough. And then they talked about you stand in one place and it was kind of like an omni mover like that. But and then the Haunted Mansion ended up being what it was. But I think about how that was kind of one of Walt's original ideas. Is, is it having can't possibly like have that. been one of his original ideas. Otherwise, people would be excited about Moana coming to Epcot <laughs> instead of complaining nonstop on right. social media. Then what is she doing in Epcot? Shut up. Sorry. I'm a little testy today. It's okay. The <laughs> Disney World is not a museum. It is not. And I cannot wait for that part of the park to reopen. It's great. I'm, I'm always up for new stuff. Yeah. And I, I think I've said this on the show before. You know, as much as I love Country Bears and Big Al, if they switch that out and put something in, you know what? I at least got to experience that for a good chunk of my life. Yeah. Something new comes in. It's okay. I don't own Disney. You know, you do a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't, but I'm there for the experience. I'm there for the fun. Right. And if I get angry, then it kind of ruins the fun. Yeah. So I try to be a little bit more positive. You know, some of the Disney news outlets get angry and negative at some of the changes, but, you know, you take it with a grain of salt and this is what it is now. Yeah. There's nothing I can do to change it. I mean, yes, people can do a social media outcry and occasionally that changes things, but like, you know, just, just roll with it. Yeah. So, so we both matched up on number five. So what, what's your, unless you have more to say about it. No, um, number four is um, another favorite of our family. And number four is actually at Epcot. And we really look forward to this kind of as a tradition. And we love going to the Seas Pavilion and we like to go to the giant uh, aquarium fish tank. And I did not even think about we love this. it. And we spend a lot of no, time I, walking around. I'm mad at myself. Well, you're going to say things I forgot too. I guarantee it. Go ahead. Especially on honorable mention. For, for what I can, for what it's worth, I didn't even put this on my honorable mention because I didn't think about it. Right, and that happens all the time. Like oh you'll God. say something, I'm like, oh, that's so good, and it's and that's kind of the beauty of it is <laughs> there's so much to do that sometimes something like this happens, and you're like, oh man, that's a good one too. But we, as a family, have a tradition of going and seeing the manatees. Do you remember the name of the manatee that we love to go and visit? Little Joe. Little Joe, you got it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was his name until uh, until until uh, Rob was like, "Hey, let's go see Little Joe." And I was like, <laughs> "Who the hell's Little Joe?" <laughs> Our kids love Little Joe. And then we went. I was like, "Oh, okay." We'll say hi to What's up, Little Joe? <laughs> and, uh, honestly, now I can't remember the name of the other manatee in there, but for some reason, we connected with Little Joe, and I think it was I think it was my son. It might have been my daughter, but I think it was my son. Uh, when he was real little on our way out, we got him uh, a manatee plush. So he got to go home with Lil Joe. What I think is hilarious, folks, <laughs> is to see Rob emotionally preparing his children for the possibility that Lil Joe is dead. Also happened. That is a true story. Now, you know, guys, they might not have Lil Joe anymore because, you know, animals don't live as long as, as people do. But Lil Joe is there. Lil, sorry, Lil, L-I-L. Lil yeah, Joe was Lil John. There. Uh, actually, so if any listeners go to Epcot and you know that maybe Lil Joe is not there anymore for, you know, maybe he passes away, please let me know so I can prepare my children because they will really struggle if they don't get to see their good friend Lil Joe that they've yeah. seen since they were very, very little. Is that is that their favorite part of the aquariums? Uh, I would say so, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. kind of a fun, weird tradition that just kind of happened. We made it into a big deal out of nothing. We just kept saying the name. We thought the name was so hilarious. Lil Joe. Yeah. It's Lil Joe. He's going to start rapping. <laughs> 
That's, that was pretty good. Um, I love the aquariums. I'm really quite angry that I didn't think about them. It's my, fun. It's relaxing. My, my son, in particular, loves aquariums. Um, loves all animals, but aquariums just speak to him, I guess. And it's so it is very relaxing just to go and watch. This is another one where if you notice there are some kids who want to see something, just step back a little bit. Let the kid get up there. Yep. Um, and then the other thing is watch your kids. Like, Oh, it's that, easy to lose them in there, too. Yeah, that one room that's got the round, I don't know what how to describe it. You know what I'm talking about. That's yeah. completely in the round. Yep. Um, kids will be running around up there, and I'm like, what are we doing? Like, watch your kids because they're going to trip and fall. It's not, it's not bright. There's not a lot of light there. So just be, you know. Be mindful of that. I don't care that there's kids running around. I mean, we're at Disney, right? Yeah. My, my issue is more like safety. I, yeah, I don't want to see that kid like bite it. Yeah, because it's easy to do. Because you can't see stuff up there. And there's like a metal railing too that if you're not yeah. looking close, you could just yeah take a tooth out on that railing. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We sound but, so much like dads right now. This is great. <laughs> right. Yeah. Get that out of your mouth. <laughs> All right. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Old man yells at clouds. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, right. I, I think I think the aquariums are great. Um, I've never eaten that coral reef. Have you? I haven't either, no. Yeah. Well, we're not huge seafood people. I mean, we like shrimp, but that's about where it ends for us. We're not, we're not I know big. you like shrimp. I ate at Ohana with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ate more than the size of my head. You guys ever seen... Uh, um, Forrest Gump, where they pull in a big trolley full of shrimp in that first, like right after the hurricane, and his is the only ship, and he's got like hundreds of pounds. That was Rob's plate. It was great. Yeah. It tasted so good. <laughs> What's your number four? So, my number four is actually a combination of a bunch of things, and it happens at several parks, and it is the scavenger hunts. Oh, good. So, I have that on my honorable mention because that's so, a lot of fun. Yeah. I have not done bounty hunting. I don't know if I would be as into bounty hunting as some of the other stuff, even though I'm a huge Star Wars guy, probably because it just uses the battery up on that um, Magic Band Plus so quickly. Yeah. But um, they've just replaced, was it Phineas and Ferb, whatever the old one was, uh, it, Agent it, P. Agent uh, P. Yeah, Agent P. I was going to say Kim Possible, but it's not. Yeah, I don't know whatever. what I thought of that. Um, but DuckTales is now the one over in Epcot. Honestly, those are fun, but what we really like are the festival-specific ones where they'll, like, hide a Remy statue or yep. hide a Figment statue. Those are so much fun. And the thing is that, yes, they to get the prize, quote-unquote, at the end, you have to buy the little map and the stamp, and you go get the stamps. Well, you know, you don't need to do that. You don't need to buy that to go and do the actual tour, right? You can go and try to find Remy during food and wine you can yeah. go and try to find the different statuettes that you that are part of the scavenger hunt without having to purchase it especially if you don't want the silly plastic cup at the end um and i was going to talk about this later too I'll, I'll just jump in quick the play disney app i actually had that on my honorable mention list if you go into the play disney app have you ever looked at it before i don't yes. know how much time yeah. you spent on oh, it yeah you can actually go into the play disney app and they do like if you scroll to the bottom mm -hmm. i'm trying to find it right now while i'm talking here but i was looking at this yesterday and you can actually scroll down and you can find uh the the different scavenger hunts like right. the ducktales one is in here now yeah so you can actually <clears throat> do that through the play disney parks app which is really cool but there's like the wilderness explorers over in animal kingdom yep there's now i am so because this is something that's right up my alley is the Sorcerers of Magic? Is it Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom? The one that went oh, away. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, there were cards or something. Yeah, there right? were cards and stuff, right? Yeah. So that went away, unfortunately. But 
I think it's a great thing, especially if you're if you're at a point where you've been to the parks multiple times, and you know you're there on a day where the lines are really long. You don't feel like getting Genie Plus, or maybe you just don't want to go on a ride, but you still want to be you know part of the magic, not just walking around, people watching. Um, I think that that's a great thing. There's those those um, scavenger hunts. Well, so. another scavenger hunt that that we did that you haven't mentioned yet oh, on our man. last trip was was the statues. Yeah, the statues. I don't. I didn't. I almost put it as part of it, just because like I don't know. <laughs> I mean, first off, it was a fiftieth thing, right? Yeah. Or it is a fiftieth thing, right up until the end of March, right? And so the Magic Band Plus was supposed to be part of it, and you can go and collect them all, right? Right. And the Magic Band Plus didn't release until like more than halfway through right we were all prepared the, to buy them and to do the yeah, scavenger, to do the scavenger hunt. hunt and then so, like are they gonna stay or you think or i think unofficially what ended <clears throat> up happening was every time my son found one he wanted to get his picture taken with it to yeah collect we did a lot we did a lot of that too yeah. so that was fun too so if you're going to the parks anytime soon the statues are still there right as yeah they are i i think a good way to do it if you don't have the magic band plus which has the rfid chip in it which will have the statue say a phrase back if you don't have that might be fun to just walk around find all of them and you know take a photo and make it your own like little personal scavenger hunt and maybe print out a photo with all the different statues at the end yeah so i don't know just an idea a build build your own scavenger hunt yeah cool. definitely awesome so what's uh what's your number three my number three is going to be on your list somewhere and if it's not you're you're going to start cursing and we have to hit the beep button that you forgot this because I'm guessing that this is going to be on your list. I'm worried now that you've got another one that I don't have on my if list. If this isn't on your list, I, I if we either we have to pause the show or I have to get my finger on the bleep button. Because okay. my number three is pin trading. Okay. Okay. No, no, I'm not no, gonna, no I'm comment? Not, I'm not going to swear. Okay. We're good. No comment. Okay. <laughs> no comment. <good>. Okay. <laughs> no comment. So number three is pin trading. I'm only going to talk about it a little bit. Maybe I might have a chance to talk about it a little bit more later. I would assume. So I'll say this. Pin trading is something that we got into later. So if I rewind a little bit, Mm -hmm. uh, my kids, both kids, were really into buying pins and kind of creating a collection of pins. But then what happens is then you discover pin trading. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Right, which maybe we'll talk about later. We will see. Uh, my number three is is pin trading. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I have a few myself. I don't have too many, not not as many as um, my kids or, or your kids do. But I have, I don't know, I have, I have a handful of them, which I kind of enjoy a little bit too. Yeah. I'm trying not to get too out of control. Um, but, yeah, maybe we'll talk it's about it a little do. bit later. My, my number three is a newer one to me that I enjoy, but that is pin trading. What'd you have for three? Um, not pin trading. <laughs> my, <laughs> my number three, that was one I also thought we would match up on. But um, number three is uh, eat and drink around the world for me. That was um, on my honorable mention. So, yeah. you know, whether or not you want to um, take part in the alcoholic drinks or the non-alcoholic uh, mocktails as they might be called um can we or lump just in just food, festival foods or just eat food that's oh, what yeah, I yeah, had. yeah yeah i yeah. said festival foods um there's i mean we're at a point now where epcot pretty much has a festival the whole year round yeah there's a couple um, weeks where they don't so i think for me i really like the the food and the booths that are out in world showcase because they do provide you with a glimpse into what the what that per, uh, particular comp uh, company yeah country 
what that particular country um, has for a, um, you know, a food style, a cuisine. Um, a lot of them are usually pretty authentic. Um, the stuff you you get that is Greek and this, like there's a pistachio like crusted like melted cheese thing. I can't remember what it is, but over at um, during the the festival of uh, food and wine, I think it is. Yep. It's always really good. Yeah, it's we, like a, it's like a this year. raclette cheese or whatever. Um, I think you left <clears throat> right before food and wine began. Yes. Because you had to get back for the um, soccer or I don't know if you're calling it football game. Yeah. Arsenal game. The yeah. Arsenal. I'll just say it by the team. Yeah. yeah. So you had to leave a little early, but we had an extra day and, and did that. And a couple highlights. Well, the main one for us, I mean, there weren't. Honestly, there weren't a ton of gluten-free options, so I'm not really the best person to really talk about doing these festivals and eating all the different things because we're extremely limited. But, like, you know, my, my son and I enjoyed the paella, and my wife and daughter went over and enjoyed a couple different things from the France Pavilion. But I, I'm with you 100%. I think all of these special events that they do at Epcot are great just to be able to sample and, uh, you know, just kind of a... An important thing to mention in advance is these are not giant portions. And I, you know, I'm a big boy and I like to eat a lot of food. These are just smaller little portions. But, but I will say that they, they are priced appropriately for the most part. Yeah, I agree. And so, like, uh, yeah, I don't disagree when with that. you're talking about eating around the world uh, and whether it's a festival or not a festival, um, you do get, yes, they are smaller portions, but like, for instance, this year when we go, we're going to be there during food and wine. I mean, they haven't announced the dates, but we're going to be there during food and wine. I'm yeah. sure of it. Um, and so when we go, our plan on one of the days is we're not doing a table service meal. We're going to take the money we would have spent on that table service meal and we're going to eat around the world. We're going to eat those things and That's try great. those things. Um, but even if there's not a festival going, there's, there's something to do there, right? Mm -hmm. There's food to try. Um, more so drinks, I think though, when there's not a festival going on, uh, would be more of the focus, you know? Um, and when I say drink around the world, I'm not going to be one of those people who's like, you know, very visibly intoxicated by the end of the night because well, those are the, you see those people too. Well, you're a guy too, who that really enjoys the taste and you, right. you, know, you know, enough and about, out. you know, about brewing and things like that. That's right. an interest for you. It, for you, it's not about. You know the the act of getting wasted at Disney, which right, some which people some do, people and do. It, it ends very badly. Right. But there's a there's a you know a certain demographic of people um, who I know who really enjoy uh, how they make the beer, mm -hmm. and you know I won't even get into it because I'm just going to sound like a fool because I don't know anything about it like you do. But I think I think that's a really cool thing for people like you who are really into that yeah. and, and the process and what the flavor is and all that. And some of them are very big like. They're known everywhere, right? Like Peroni or, you know, uh, you know, going and getting, and I always, I'm not going to try to say the German name, but the grapefruit beer over in Germany. Um, those are big names you can find anywhere, but it's still kind of cool to, to have those when you're at Disney going around the world. Um, I always try to find the stuff that I haven't had before. So that's kind of a, a fun thing for me. Mm -hmm. um, the tequila is over in Mexico. Holy you know, it's cow. just that, <clears throat> that I've had. Yeah, it's it's just a Whew. good it's a good time. I, I wish they would have a bourbon bar in America, yeah, in the U.S. Pavilion, because it's clear. I mean, they're okay with having liquor. I mean, tequila is Mexico's bourbon. It really is. Yeah. So I think it would be really cool to have a bourbon bar in uh, the American Pavilion. Does that so, pair really well with barbecue? Uh yeah. Well, that would then yeah. it's already set up for success. 
Well, I think it is, but, you know, you can thank me later, Epcot peeps. <laughs> all right, Josh, tomorrow, give me a call. So, all right, that was my number three, eating around and drinking around the world at Epcot. What do you got for number two? My number two, I sort of combined a couple things, um, and you'll see why in a second. So my number two takes place at all of the parks, and that is a character meet and greet. Yeah. So although there is a line and you can use uh, Genie Plus for the meet and greets, I believe, I think. Um, some of them. Some of them, yeah. right. I, yeah. I, I think in my mind it was kind of a loophole. Like it's not really a show. There's no show happening. There isn't a ride happening. It's just kind of something that you do. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, number two was character meet and greets. Now there's many of the traditional meet and greets where you can talk to Merida or you can stand in line and, and get your picture taken with Mickey and Minnie and there's a handler person there. But I, I want to mention two of the coolest experiences I've had with meet and greets. And I know Nick will agree because I know he's done at least one of these two things. One of them was at Hollywood Studios. They had something called Star Wars Launch Bay. And at Star Wars Launch Bay, you had the opportunity to meet and get your picture taken with number one Chewbacca, which made me incredibly emotional just to be able to talk <laughs> and hug Chewbacca. This is the second time in this show that Rob has admitted to crying oh after meeting Chewbacca. God, it was it was incredible. And then you go into the other room and you meet Kylo Ren. It's like the most awkward thing because it is he's hard. like he's like Extre yelling at you the whole time. Yeah, it's extremely and, awkward. So that's a cool experience for sure. And then the other one which I'm kind of lumping in with meet and greet, and I don't think they do this anymore, but it was Jedi training. So I had Jedi training on my list, and then I was like, not on my list, but on my honorable mention list, and I was like, I don't think they do that anymore. They don't. I stood up some, that's not something my son would be into. He, it would be, he would feel too much pressure being in front of people doing that, but I stood off to the side and watched and lived vicariously through other parents <laughs> watching their kids do it. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Well, we have photo and video if you'd like to watch my two kids yeah. uh, partake. I think I've seen that. Yeah. So what it is, you can uh, you sign up earlier in the day and you get on this waiting list and they call you back at a later time. And what you get to do is they give you a lightsaber and they call it uh, Jedi training. So they'll have like a teacher come out on stage and there's it's kind of like this little um this faux stage is built, and it sort of looks like it's you know part of the Star Wars universe in some way. And the kids learn to use their lightsabers the right way. And then they have, I think it was one of three or four different characters would come yeah. out. It was either Kylo Ren, I think they had the Inquisitor, and then they had Darth Vader. And we lucked out. We got Darth Vader. So both of my kids got to come out and do a lightsaber duel with Darth Vader. I wish they'd bring it back. It was very, very cool. So so I thought they were going to bring it back. And then this summer, uh, actually just before we got there, like a few days before we got there, they removed the signs for it. So clearly it's not coming back. But it was so cool, yeah. though. I wish they would do, do more of that. Yeah. Um, or even have it as a paid experience. Don't give them... Oh, don't say that, Rob. But but if if it's paid experience or nothing, come on. I, I, See, no. <laughs> I, I you'd I, rather I, not pay for it than to not. I'd rather so you'd rather pay for it. Wait, no, I said that I'm backwards. Saying, I don't. They they got enough of my money. They don't need to get that, <laughs> right? I I probably would have paid for it. It was that great. Yeah, of you an bought experience. a full price droid. Yep. Uh, that's a complicated story. <laughs> yeah, Technically, we didn't. Yeah, That's a story for another time. Yeah. We had a gift card. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> but still. Um, 
No, that's I. You know, character meet and greets certainly are. I didn't put it on mine because I thought of anything that has a cue. I wasn't going to count. Um, but at the same time, I totally can see where there is there are loopholes here, right? I mean, there's no. There's barely a queue for <laughs> Docking Bay when that was open. Yeah. Um, and there's certainly not a queue like in uh, Galaxy's Edge when they're just walking around up on the on the roof and stuff. Um, character meet and greets are awesome. Uh, Ariel's back in her grog in the in the grotto. There. Yeah, that's great too. Uh, and we've got um, I've I one time over by the carousel. Uh, saw some really cool interactions with the evil stepsisters. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> they were like, just, they're funny. They were just like ripping on literally everybody who'd walk by. And there was this one guy standing there watching them and, and they were fighting over which one was going to get to date, date him. It was so hilarious. <laughs> it was probably some little kid's dad. <laughs> oh yeah. Leave my dad alone. Yeah. It was, it was interesting, but yeah, I think that's a great one. <laughs> All right. What's so, your two then? So my number two, I also lumped stuff together. And this is this occurs at every park as well, and it is uh, there are shows, but not the shows in the type of like going to see the country bears, but rather like Dapper Dan's or seeing the Jammeters or seeing um, the my, one of my favorites is to grab when it's really hot in Animal Kingdom, go grab a drink at the Dawa Bar and watch the Tam Tam drummers and the uh, acrobats of the village. That was uh, fun. I enjoyed doing village. that with you guys. Um, Matsuritsa, the the drummers over in Japan. Um, uh, so in France, there's the the, the uh, acrobat. Nope. Who will stack up the chairs? Nope. There's you not. What do you mean? You don't like him? No, it's gone. Remember, it's gone. We've had this conversation on the yeah, show. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. I'm talking about the oh, fact yeah. that I enjoyed it. No, it I, was really entertaining. I agree. I With the be whistle back. in his mouth, that was great. Um, I think, I think doing that is a great way to also like Voices of Liberty inside, like going and cooling off, listening to Voices of Liberty. Uh, at the holiday times, they're doing like Christmas carols and stuff like that, um, or the concert across. We get to see the Guardians of the Galaxy concert that one time. That was kind of fun too. Yeah, back when they would do that, or when the they haven't brought them back, but the when they would have the band over in um, in Canada. Um, so I honestly like there are so much. There's so much live entertainment. Just stepping back, getting away from the hustle and bustle. Um, I went back in um, England. I've told this story in the podcast before, but back in the England Pavilion, UK Pavilion, back in the in that garden area, where with all the boxwood hedges, there was a gentleman playing. Um, it wasn't piano, but it was a keyboard. You know, up on that little gazebo stage, playing like Mary Poppins songs, and like it was so cool just sitting back there and listening to this guy play, or going over to like Casey's Corner and hearing. Hearing them play uh, on the organ outside there, there's a lot of live entertainment that you don't even really think about. And then when you stop, take a second to take it in, you can really understand why Disney really does do it better. Why they do the best. I I love my favorites are in Animal Kingdom, but um, that doesn't mean the other ones aren't great. I just partially because of where it's located, where I can just sit there, grab grab a beer, watch. Watch those dancers, and they they usually rotate quickly enough that like you can see both shows in the in the time span it takes you to have one drink. So my wife, I shouldn't even be saying this because you're gonna want to see this, but my wife has video of the uh, the dancers in Africa pulling me in and having me dance with him in front of everybody. Yeah, I did not know this. Yep, yep. So there's my wife has it somewhere that she. <laughs> 
I, I, you know what? I'm at Disney. I'm going to be a good sport. You yeah. know, is that something I would actively want to do? No, but they pick me out of the crowd. They used to pick my dad every time. I don't know what it is, but like my dad just has this face. So like that guy, then they would bring my dad and my dad, you know, he's, I love my dad. He's a librarian. He's not the most outgoing guy in the world, but Shh, it was, quiet. it was great. Quiet. They'd bring my dad out and he would participate too. Cool. So as they brought me out, I'm like, okay. I'm going to participate. I'm going to I'm going to fall in the steps of my father and I got out there and did this like goofy dance, you know, whatever. You're at Disney. It was fun and uh so the reason I'm saying it's cuz I'm not embarrassed by it. It like it was definitely goofy and not cool in any way. Definitely dad of me, but uh, it was fun. It was yeah, cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um what I think is funny when those things happen at Disney is how many home videos you're in. Because multiple people oh, are filming. <laughs> they, they have me in their home video album yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. They're going to see you sometime at Disney and be like, hey, that's the dude from my, my home video <laughs> from that time. Wait, we were... his voice. That also sounds like the guy from this podcast I listened to. <laughs> All right. That'd be cool. <laughs> one, one of our five listeners is, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. I, I love doing those things and watching those, those shows. So yeah. that's my number two. What? What do you have for number one? My number one is so much fun, and we we really only realized that this was a thing two visits ago. And this takes place in Animal Kingdom, and um, I am an artist. My wife is an artist. My kids love to draw, and we found out. I would. I, I would. I'm going to change what you just said. Sure. Your kids are artists. I mean, I've seen your daughter's yeah, work. Your daughter does amazing work. Well, I'm trying to be a little modest here. Uh, yes, we all like to draw. We're all, you know, we're we're pretty decent. And we love, that's such a big part of our life is art. We love to draw. And one of the opportunities is at Rafiki's Planet Watch, which is a portion of Animal Kingdom. Um, again, Nick's going to laugh at me. It is in the northeast corner of, <laughs> of Animal Kingdom. If you didn't see, if you don't follow us on social media, this week I, somebody posted a thing about like Cardinal Direction, northeast, southwest, um, with with at Disney, and I reposted it. And it was like everybody listening to the podcast when Rob talks. Uh, it was an indirect compliment, so I'll take it. No, it was. It, Rob's so good at that. I'm just like. All right, where's the Chick-fil-A? Tell me to turn left. <laughs> so in in the we'll say the top corner of of <laughs> of Animal Kingdom, you hop on a train and it's actually really cool. It's relaxing. It, it is. You get on this train and you go for this train ride. You know, it's kind of the closest thing to Magic Kingdom in the train because we weren't able to ride right. the train for what is it, six years it was gone? Yeah. So that was the only real actual train ride we would get you haven't even told than, people what, what you're no i'm getting taking, to it okay it's my number one i gotta build up to it <laughs> so we get on the train you go on this nice little train ride through the quote-unquote jungle and you kind of go behind the scenes too right you do you it's, get to see like yeah. where the animal hospital is yeah it's cool it's really great it's and, worth it and you pull up and you get out and you walk a little bit you actually walk a little further than you would think and you walk kind of through the jungle. I'm doing air quotes for jungle because you know, it looks like a jungle. It's not really. Then you get to this place called Rafiki's Planet Watch. And they have all these little, like, learning opportunities and workshops. And that's where the petting zoo is. Oftentimes, they actually have Rafiki walking around where you can yeah. take pictures with Rafiki, which is great. We did that. But inside, 
they have an actual Disney animator come out and teach a drawing class. And every time they do a, like a different, well, not, it's not always a different character. Obviously, they, they'll they repeat at some point. There's only so many, yeah. We did uh, Crush one time. We did Bambi one time. Those are obscure. It's great. Like, he comes out and says, okay, we're going to do our drawing class. We're going to start with a circle like this. And, like, he starts off kind of like you would teach art. You would you would kind of break it down into rudimentary shapes. Like, you start with an oval here. Then you do a circle here. And then we're going to connect this and this. And he has his drawing with, like, one of those uh, Elmo cameras pointing down. And they every, have, every non-teacher is like, what the hell is an Elmo what's camera? An Elmo, an Elmo <laughs> camera is kind of like, uh, it's shaped like a number seven. And on the tip of the number seven, there's a camera that points down. Yeah. So if you're, like... In an, in an art class or it's even in a math class, it yeah. would work, too. <clears throat> it's today's version of an overhead projector. Yeah. And it, the camera points down, and then it's broadcast on these screens around the room, and you draw along. And they it's not super advanced. It's kind of for an intermediate artist. So if you are more of an advanced artist, you can add shading and add little you know embellishments here and there. Or if you're somebody that doesn't draw very well, then they kind of cater it to everybody. But it's so much fun, and we love it, and we do it every time. And it's like, how how many times would you get to take a free class from a professional Disney artist? It's great. We love it. We do it every time. And we heard that this is also an opportunity we can do in Disneyland. So we're hoping when we go to Disneyland, we can get to try to do that, too. So that's... That's on uh, the, the top of my list for our Disneyland trip. They also do this during Festival of the Arts. So they're doing this over in Epcot. Mm. Um, I believe where they're staging that is at the the stage. The big... Really? The big, yeah. Where, yeah. Across from American Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like where, where they do the concerts? Yeah. That's wow. What, so they're... That's but, cool. But during Festival of the Arts, that's what they're doing. And everybody draws along Bob Ross style. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Like happy little trees everywhere. I love it. Yeah. So this is something I admittedly have not done. And I'm, I think I'm going to commit to it this year. It's fun. Well, my kids love directed draw. Yeah. Like the, like the YouTube videos for directed draw. My daughter especially loves them. That's how our teachers teach these days. So I think we're going to, we're going to do it this year, but that's a great, I knew that was your number one. Oh, we love it. Yeah, which all, is all four of us. I think everybody in this room, i.e., the two of us, <laughs> uh, knew knew each other's number ones yep. going in. Yep. Um, which is why Rob had said earlier I was going to swear about the, his uh, number three wow, if it wasn't on my list. Your <clears> son, <throat> especially mine too. So my love number one, this. my number one, is pin trading. Yeah, it's and awesome. I don't even do it. But I live vicariously through my son. I don't do it because I am a completist, and I know me, and it would cost me so much money if I did it too. See, we talked about this too with with the Star Wars pins. Yeah, because uh, I got a couple of the Star Wars uh, Kenner action figure pins, mm-hmm. and I, I said to Nick, "I go if I start, I'm gonna, I won't be able to stop." Yeah, yeah. Well, and then my son actually got some for Christmas, and he was like, "You know, I want to give these to Mister Eck because he has." Because he he likes them, so yeah. he he was like, was "Here really you go." Nice. So he's, uh, and then, I then mean, it was honestly, it was a really yeah. nice gesture. What kid gives just another random adult, you know, a, a yeah. gift? It was really nice. Yeah, your son's such a nice kid. So we got into it. Our first trip, we didn't do it. Um, we didn't really understand it, and by the second time we went, COVID was already a thing, 
And so when you're doing pin trading at that point, you're kind of like picking off of boards. You're no longer going up to cast members. But this week, we got some really good news. Oh, yeah, we did. That they're they're allowing cast members to wear pin lanyards again. And my son lost his mind. He is so excited. Yep. So excited. Um, he likes it so much that a couple years ago when they when it was still COVID and they did the they at Epcot, I think it's at Epcot, they do this huge pin trading event. Well, they had done it virtually. And so we did that event. And oh right, that's that, you got the Avengers pins. Yeah, I got a yeah. ton of cool pins, like the heroes and it was the heroes and villains sets. Right, right. Um, that was my wake up call that I cannot collect pins because that event cost me a lot of money. Because <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, we want to we want to put our names in for that lottery and for that lottery and that lottery, and then we got picked. And I was like, well, we didn't put our names in it if we weren't going to buy it. And then I, oh my god. But either way, yes, they're expensive, but I did. I put this number one on my list for another reason, not because you can go and buy them. Obviously, it's pin trading. Now, I don't recommend doing the go on eBay, buy the lot for a hundred of them for twenty bucks. Look, you're getting fakes, and I don't like to do that. But what I do is get the ones at the end. Like we bought a ton of Halloween pins around Christmas time because they're cheap. They were they were discounted, and then yep. you get another discount, and then eventually you're paying like three bucks for a blind pack of these Halloween pins that they just want to get off the shelves. You pay three bucks, you're getting three pins and then you can trade them for the pin you actually want. So let me pause you for two seconds. This is a perfect time to pause you on this. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. So explain from the point of view of your son, what happens when you get to the park? Because I mean, we've talked about this a lot, but there might be somebody listening that goes, how does this work? Okay. So you have to have a Disney pin. It has to be a pin from Disney. Um, you know, so it's an official Disney trading pin. They've got those rubber Mickey Mouse backs. They don't all have that actually now. Like the ones that are made by Loungefly are considered Disney pins, but they have the the the, the lock pin, the, the pinch backs the pinch backs right. Yeah. But, but they're still considered Disney pins. But they also have ones that literally lock with yeah, a they have like other, a Allen wrench. Yeah, they have and a, the lock they never well they they'll come off <clears> if you get the Allen wrench. Yeah. And then they have the pinch backs, which are the ones that don't come off as easily. Right. And mm-hmm. then Disney gives you a rubber back Correct. on the back of the right. pin. So you go in, and and if you've ever purchased pins, you know what the pins look like. But they're just they're enamel pins, right? Mm-hmm. They're enamel paints, um, and they're there's some really cool ones, right? Um, but what happens is you can approach a cast member. Now you can, um, or they like at different stores they have pin boards. And you can go up and say, hey, I would like to trade. It's like a piece of cork board covered in pins. Yeah. And what they will do is they'll show you the board and they'll allow you to trade up to two at that location. Um, So like my son will go and look, say, hey, I would like to see your pin board. They will show the pin board to him and he can choose whether or not he wants to trade one, two or none. And Um, they're all fair game. They're all you fair can, game. And if it's on that board, you can take it. Right. So you might have something that's like that you bought. Uh, like I said, a, you you bought a, a Halloween. Like there was a one this time around that was like a set that were droids. And they were like colored like Halloween candy. So one is like a candy corn dro- uh, droid. Cool. It's, it's, you know, it is what it is. But it was like, I think five of them for like five bucks. So you paid a dollar for this one pin, right? And on that board might be like a cast member exclusive, which is stuff you once you start learning about the pins and you, you recognize certain kinds of pins, 
you can you know trade for that or it might not be that you want that ex- cast member exclusive or that really hard to get you know Tokyo Disneyland one that's up there sometimes it's like like for instance my daughter loves little mermaid so if she sees a little mermaid pin she wants a little, it doesn't matter how small how big how ugly if it's little mermaid she wants it mm-hmm. um so you know or if it's grogu anything grogu she'll yeah, want and I, I i have a couple categories personally that i will look for a haunted mansion or right. a, like you know or country bears some star wars ones so i i have a few categories but then there's people who just love it in general and will you know They'll buy these things called blind bags or blind packs yeah. where there's a collection. There's like a total of 10, but they don't tell you which one comes inside or which two. Yep. So if you buy these packs, you open them up and you happen to get two of one of the characters, you can take it, go to the pin board and trade it and hopefully get one, your entire yeah. collection. Yeah. And even if you don't, at least you're getting something that you actually want. Yep. And what we've found is it's a great way, like this sounds silly, but it's a great way to teach kids like budgeting in a way because all right you want that pin right you want the pin that's on the board but you only have like in your in your hand you have your traders is that pin worth more to you than what you have you know you know the whole saying like something's worth only worth what other people are willing to pay for it yeah and i kind of like look at that same way with pins like is that pin that you're seeing right now that you want right now worth giving up one of these current pins so for my son who is totally different from my daughter he has like a bag that he brings to the park with his current traders in it. Yep, my son he, did it too because he, he learned from your son. Right, and he has a, another bag that has like his keeps. So if he if he trades up, usually he'll put whatever he traded up for into the keep pile. Otherwise, why trade? Yep. Um, my daughter will possibly trade the same. From I mean, she'll trade a pin. <laughs> be like, yeah, I want that one, and then. The next thing she'll, yeah, no, I want that. I'm going to trade it. And it's okay. Like, I don't have a problem with it because, you know, she's trading up and it's her decision. And generally speaking, it is like, I can see why she did it. You know, oh, well, this one was a little mermaid. And then, oh, well, I like that little mermaid even better. And so we're trading it up and I'm fine with that. That's kind of a cool, cool little lesson they can learn. But I, pin trading is, it does cost money, right? Because you have to buy in initially, but it's a fun thing. You interact with people. Did you ever hear the story about the old couple that I did? Tell this, it's a oh great story. God. This so is nice. In in twenty twenty one, when we went, we were standing near the we were standing in the hub. I can't remember if we were watching the parade. What or, park were you in? Oh, sorry, uh, Magic Kingdom. Um, so I can't remember exactly why we even started talking to this couple. I think it was just that my son maybe said, Oh, I like your pins or something like that. Or they said, I like your pins. And this gentleman was like, Oh, we can trade with you. And he was probably like, I mean, he was in his seventies or eighties. And so my son goes and goes through the process of like, I'm going to trade. And this was before my daughter had even gotten into it. And this is why she is into it because the, the wife was like, well, you can't not have one. And then the guy wouldn't even take anything back he would he didn't want to trade he wanted to like he gave my kids like that's his thing he, and his that's wife really said nice his wife said that's the, that's kind of what he likes to do he likes to walk around the parks and and he'll find somebody who's into pins a kid who's into pins and he'll give them away and then be on his way well, but that's what we'll have to do in our retirement and, i guess and they were there um for like a two-day vacation and then they were heading off to a cruise after that and cool. i was like i want i want that life <laughs> that i'm like 
the retired dude walking around Magic Kingdom, seeing a little kid with a pen being like, hey, you want some pens? And not in a creepy way. Right, right. <laughs> because you interact with the parents, yeah, too. But it's like not, you get yeah. to talk with these people, right? And and hear all about it. And, oh, we're going off on this cruise. It's just a, such a cool thing. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so that was fun to see. You know, when when you see the happiness that that comes from the pen trading stuff and the pin boards, even at the resorts and and the cast members enjoy doing the pin trading. Like you're not annoying them. Yeah. They're like, they're, they'd rather do that than cash somebody out. To be honest. Well, it's exciting to see yeah. what comes in and what goes out. And, yeah. yeah. And they'll tell you like, Hey, what is that pin? And they'll be, Oh, that one is this, or I don't know. Or, Hey, that's a cast member exclusive. They'll, they'll do those kinds of things. So that is my number one. I'm sorry. I got a little long winded cause I love it. No, I think um, honestly, I think hearing about this, especially someone who doesn't know it exists. Maybe you sold a couple people on trying to do that next time you go to the parks. Yeah. It's kind of one of those hidden gems. It is. All right. So you got some Marvel mentions. I do, but a lot of them we ended up covering in one way or another. So I'm going to try to mention the ones we didn't uh, really say. Um, The games at the end of the Imagination Pavilion. Oh, yeah. Which used to be way better in the 80s, but they're still fun to do. Yep. Uh, the Dumbo Spray Park, if you're into that and you want to cool off a little bit, yeah, that's something there's you There's a couple do. different ones, but yeah, I agree. Yep, and there's one in Epcot, I think, too. Yep. And um, uh, Tom Sawyer Island, uh, it's, my wife doesn't like it. I, I've always really liked it when I was little, and uh, the tunnels in there are super, super hot. And it actually gets really hot, too, when you get up to the fort area and you get in the top kind of where you're looking over towards the um, Thunder Mountain area. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. It takes a certain person to appreciate Tom Sawyer Island. Um, We talked about the statue hunt. Um, Just getting a photo pass photo. I love doing that. Getting a nice uh, photo in front of the castle. Festival foods we talked about. And then, you know, parades and fireworks. I mean, parades and fireworks, it's kind of like its own thing. And um, I don't know. It, I didn't feel like it was right putting it on this list because it's such a part of the norm right. of going to Disney that I felt like this list needed to be things that were not part of that norm. I agree. Other than maybe like character meet and greets, I think is kind of part of the norm. But um, anyway, that's on my list too. What would yeah. you have for things we didn't mention? Um, so I did. I had press pennies. So kind of like oh, pins, that's but a different. Great one. Um, you can collect them all there. Yeah, so I forgot press about pennies. that. Uh, exploring the countries, just walking around the countries and exploring and look, going into the shops, um, seeing all the stuff in the countries. Um, tours, which is something we're actually going to do this summer. We're going to do the behind. Oh. We're going to do one of the behind the. It's called behind the seeds. Yes, the, I land. love living with the land. Yeah, cool. Uh, so we're going to we're going to do that one. But like, there's lots of them. The ones in Animal Kingdom are pretty cool. Uh, I don't think you do, but I do. I have a dishonorable mention. Oh. <laughs> It's kind of funny, actually. Okay. So you, go, ahead, go ahead. I don't even have one. I don't know what yeah, you're about to say. My dishonorable mention of something you can do that's not a ride is go shopping for a car. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Fair. All right. Fair. So go ahead. I'm just throwing it out there. Like, Well, we Chevy. may have new listeners, so you at least have to tell the short version of this. Okay. The short version is that there's a car dealership at the end of Test Track that you don't necessarily need to ride the ride to go into. So that's why it fits in this. And when you get off, they try to basically sell you. And this last summer, they tried to like do a hard sell on me because I was looking at like the new version of my truck. And they were like trying to do a hard sell. Like, what's your address? Where do you where do you reside? Like, what's your phone I, number? I literally have this old, nearly this exact yeah, vehicle the, I'm looking at. Like, literally, it's two years older than that. That's the only difference. Like, I don't need another truck. I don't. Yeah. So, 
That's my thing. Is like uh, I, I don't understand why that space is used for that. So that is my dishonorable mention. Is yeah. going shopping for a cars because we're encouraging them to stay there. So all right. Uh, well, <laughs> this all. this was a fun one. It and, was and fun. again, thanks for the suggestion. Yeah, Stacy, thank keep you so coming, much. Everybody. Keep them coming. Um, you know, whenever you want to let us know, do it. Reach out social media. Send me a message. Send uh, send us a message on Instagram or on Twitter at Dizzlistpod. You can send one on TikTok. I sign into that like once every two months. I I'm not a TikTok person, but um, send us a message and we will uh, we'll try to push your your idea up to the top of the list. So, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yes, uh, it's a great big beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. <laughs>